that the 2022 season comes to an end. Yo, 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 welcome to 2023. We made it. We've got a whole new year ready to rip it up and get after our amazing goals that we want to set and achieve. Um, We're going to get straight into it. So I wanted to be head of the game. I wanted to just bust out a podcast. It's literally New Year's Eve right now while I'm recording this. Like I want to get ahead of the game. I want to give you guys some straight fire to start your new year. Rev you up and get you pumped and ready to go so we can, like I said, achieve all of our epic goals that we're going to set for ourselves. So let's get straight into it. The first biggest thing in New Year's is this quote, New Year, New Me, bullshit. Um, and all these New Year's resolutions that end up going down the toilet within a couple of months uh, because people just don't know how to stick to things. They don't know what it takes to, to do that extra. Um, and so this is kind of where I come in hopefully this year and just give you a little bit, um, give, give you some tools on how we should go about 2023 and obviously some straight up facts for my athletes, parents um, or whoever is listening. It, it works for everyone. So anyways, let's get straight into it. So I wanted to just start with obviously the generic stuff, the news resolution. So set them. It's all good and well to set them if you want, um, you know, because I'm a massive believer in, you know, shoot for the, the moon um, and, you know, go after everything that you want in life. But I'm going to give you a tool straight away to just kind of change things up a little bit and to have some pen and paper over the next few days and just sit down. And we're actually going to pull apart our year so we're not going to set like three big goals you know people say you know I want to lose 10 kilos I want abs um you know I want to hit this uh target weight um I want to achieve these goals in sport you know I want to win this trophy win these races blah 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 blah. they're still good but I'm going to not worry about those okay I'm going to give you something a little bit different to start this year off and I want you to think in a different way because that's what I do I want you guys to think different after you speak to me or hear from me so I want you guys to break down your year into the 12 months and every month I want you to set like a New Year's goal for that month. So this way things become more achievable and we're going to start habit stacking, which I'm going to get into habits a little bit later. Um, But what it is, so for example, right, January could be fitness. So the only thing that you have to worry about in January for the four weeks is, you know, getting your fitness in order. All right. So making sure is it three days a week you want to go to the gym? Is it five days a week you want to go to the gym? Is it seven days a week you want to go to the gym? What else goes into fitness? You know, for like if you're an athlete listening to you know, on the bike, off the bike, on the field, uh, in the gym, all that sort of stuff, you know, in the pool, whatever, on the track, like whatever sport that you do. I want you guys just for like the January to go, all right, how can I get fitter in my sport in every way possible? And that's all you have to worry about for January. Then come February, it might be eating. I was like, all right, now I'm fit, now I'm good, but I need to start fueling my body better. So the next four weeks, I'm going to keep my routine that I have created in January on fitness. Now I'm going to start really focusing on what I'm eating. So, you know, understanding about nutrition, you know, macro, micronutrients, maybe going that depth. You don't have to, but, you know, just learn. The more you guys know about things is the better you can help yourself become the best version of yourself. So then obviously, you know, your carbs, your fats, your proteins, how they work, what they do for you, like stuff like that. So then February is just about eating. 
Then you could go March, like mindset. All right, so maybe I get a mindset coach. Maybe I start watching YouTube, you know, podcasts like you're doing right now. How can I learn more about getting my mindset super strong? All right, so now we've got the fitness routine happening. We've got the eating, so we're going to feel good. We're eating good. Now we're getting that headspace good. Then April, you know, maybe it's recovery. It's like how many different ways can I learn to recover? So like could I start adding in sauna sessions, ice baths, massages once a month or, you know, once a fortnight if you can, cupping, acupuncture. Have you not tried any of those things? You know, start trying those things. So then in May it might be, all right, um, maybe knowledge. How can I just start learning more about life? You know, as we grow up, we need to learn about finances, you know, how to live out of home, how to cook, stuff like that. So building our knowledge in different ways. So that's how I want you guys, I'm not going to do the whole year, but like that's how I want you guys to start uh, looking at this year and maybe setting some news resolution goals or whatever, but a bit more um, realistic and a really more achievable because you're just going to go month to month. So that's where I'm going to start it off. And I want you guys, if you need to, stop the podcast, get some pen and paper, maybe think about that for a little bit. Um, otherwise, just take some notes and then worry about it later. So the next thing we're going to jump onto, like I said, straight into habits, because what you're doing there with those months to months is called habit stacking. Now, if you haven't read the book Atomic Habits, I highly suggest you read it. One of the best books I've read, I've read about two, three times now. Um, And when I go into schools or when I do any sort of talks, I always say to the, the kids, like, if you read one book, read Atomic Habits, because habits shape our life. If you've got shit habits, you're going to feel like shit. Like, you know, if you're sleeping in, staying up late, eating shit, drinking energy drinks all the time, that shaped your life. So you're going to feel shit. You know, if you have the good habits, you know, like what we're saying, fitness, eating, mindset, that get after attitude, have those good habits, you're going to feel good. And so you're going to have a good life because everything's just going to feel better. All right. So a big thing is making sure you have the right habits. So another tool that I want to throw in here is maybe, again, pause this podcast and let's just reality check for a second. Let's check in and go, all right, let's make a list of all my good habits that I do right now. Is it I go to bed on time? You know, I make sure I eat well. I make sure I go to the gym. And what are your shit habits? Like, do you have too much caffeine? That's me. Do you eat too much chocolate? That's me. Do you know what I mean? Do you worry a little bit too much? That's me again. You know, so we doesn't matter who we are. We have great habits and we have poor habits, right? It's just being more self-aware of what they are and those good habits, keeping them up and don't like let them go and the bad habits, making sure that, you know, we don't have to get rid of them necessarily. Like I'm not giving up caffeine or chocolate, but just reality checking sometimes, like I'll, I'll make sure I cut down on my coffee for a couple of months, you know, and then the chocolate, you know, going a week without chocolate, just making sure I can do those things and I'm not actually like reliant on them. Well, caffeine, I am pretty reliant on, but everything else, not so much. Um, But like I said, no one's perfect. um, And that's just me being open and honest with you guys. So the big thing is habits. So let's become self-aware. Let's just make a list of the good and bad ones. Can we decrease those bad ones? And can we make sure we keep those good ones nice and high and positive in our life? Now, reality check time. This is all good and well, like happy days, giving you these tools. I bet you writing them down, you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to kill it. In a month or two time, like I said about those New Year's resolutions, people give up, they lose motivation, the key word there, um, because we can't always have motivation. And if you know me well enough by now and listen to my other podcasts or being coached by me or a mate or whatever, you will know that I will say discipline is the number one thing in life. I have it tattooed on me for a reason. 
It is super important. Discipline is what's going to get you to where you want to go, not motivation. So, or I'll simply say it straight up, get some, get some discipline, figure it out. How am I going to get more disciplined in life? Is it simply by getting mates that in that winner circle and making you more accountable because the discipline is you're going to get up and do the gym workout because you know your mate's going to be there. The discipline is throwing the shitty food in the bin today, not going, oh, I'll just let it, I'll eat it all, leave it in the cupboard, I'll I'll just finish it and then I won't buy anymore. No, fuck that. Go put it in the bin right now. Go get that shitty stuff out of your life. Be disciplined. Go to bed on time. Go, oh, no, another 10 minutes or another Netflix episode. No, turn that thing off and get your ass into bed. Those sort of things. That's what's going to be the difference between winning or losing. That's going to be the difference between you achieving what you want to achieve this year and not. It's super simple. And then now I'm just going to give into some other things. So like we've spoken about nice and simple goals and like what we want to achieve, habits and how they are super important in our discipline. So like they're like the biggest things, you know, keeping us on track and everything in life. But now I want you to start thinking about the one percenters. So... People um, think everything's all good and well, but they're always missing pieces of the puzzle. They're just like, oh, I want to be fitter, so I just worry about the gym. But then you're not worried about recovery or you forget about eating right or you forget about all those little 1% things like making sure you drink enough water, making sure you hit your protein target, stuff like that. Like athletes are like, yeah, I'm a great motocross rider. Cool, dude. Do you go to the gym and get fitter or stronger so that you don't get injured? Oh, no, nah, I just need to ride my bike and I'll, I'll be good to go. No, you're missing opportunities to become better as an athlete. You're missing opportunities by getting into that gym and getting fitter and stronger to make sure that your competition doesn't get fitter and stronger than you so you can always win. Do you know what I mean? It's like everyone's, there's there's always missing something in, in their puzzle because they're not worried. They're just focused on one thing and or one or two things that they think are important, but everything's just as important as each other. So I want you guys to take a moment again, pause the podcast or at the end, I want you to go, all right, what are the one percenters that I'm missing out on right now that can make me a better person, a better athlete, whatever it is that you want to be right now. So like, let's go for just a person in general. Maybe you want to become a little bit more um, grounded this year. So maybe you want to start looking in more of the spiritual side of stuff. Okay. Or how do you want to get your relationships to be better or stuff like that? Do you want to see your family more, you, you know, connect with your friends more and stuff and not be so much of by yourself and isolated you know stuff like that for an athlete it could be all right my training is epic my training's good but my sleep's pretty shit you know I don't get enough hours of sleep my mindset isn't good um I'm not expanding my knowledge in anything in life you know my food's crap like think about all those little one percenters like recovery as simple as foam rolling every single day that's going to make you better than the person next to you that isn't foam rolling Stuff like that. So I want you guys to just think about and make a list of all the one percenters that you aren't doing at the moment and how can you start doing them, all right? Because they're the things that make the difference. Habits and the one percenters. You know, if you're one of my athletes or one of the parents, you would know I just drill this into you guys. It's all about the one one percenters and it's all about your habits. And as we say, winners win because winners work. Now, I'm going to leave you with a couple of things. This is a bit more athlete specific obviously because of what I do but I'm sure if you're just a general pop listener that you'll be able to take this in your own way um that's what I love about our brain is you know 
everyone can hear the same sentence, but they can all can take something completely different away from it. And that's what I love about this. So anyways, I'm going to keep these like sports specific um, just to finish this podcast and give all my athletes, their parents and everyone listening um, a real good rev up to finish this off. A nice quick podcast. I just want you guys to get up and get going. But anyways, if you want to be a professional athlete, start acting like it. The only, one, only way you're going to get there is because you're acting like one. You're doing the things that a pro would do now. That's going to be the difference, like we're saying, between you and your competition and the person next to you. So if you want to be a pro, start acting like it now because you're going to be more likely to become a professional because you're already doing those habits. You're already doing those things that a professional would do. And I have seen it. You know, people have seen it before. People make it. They make it to that professional level and then they end up hating it because they're not ready for it. They're not prepared for it. So if you're doing those sort of things now, when you get there, because you will get there if you start doing those things now, it's all it's going to become so much easier for you. So athletes make better choices. Just because you're not a pro yet, all right, and I, I drill this into my athletes, like I said, and I've, I've called them out on it a few times. I want you guys to make choices if you're a pro athlete. So, you know, or if you're over the age of 18 and you're going to go out partying for mates, Cool, would a pro athlete do that? No. All right, if you want to go out party, fine. All right, but you're never going to become a pro athlete if that's what you do every single weekend. Simple. Younger kids that are under 18, like, oh, I just want to stay up till 2 a.m. playing Fortnite or video games. Well, would a pro do that? No, they'd be asleep because they know they have to ride for Factory KDM, they have to play for Manchester United, they have to um, swim at the Olympics. So they're getting a good night's sleep because they know they have to perform the next day. Like, that's how I want you to start thinking. And then parents, this is your rev up. Don't have the they're only kids or they're only young attitude. That's not going to help them. You know, if they're eating shit food and go lollies like, oh, they're a kid, they're going to burn it off. That's still shit food. That's going to make them feel like shit. Give them good food. Give them better food. You know, educate them on how to eat right. Get the snacks out of the house. Don't even buy the snacks so their kids aren't tempted. That sort of stuff, all right? And when it comes to, you know, if your kid says that they want to be a professional soccer player, motocross rider, rugby player, but then they're not putting in the effort away from the field or whatever like that, don't just go, oh, it's okay, mate, you're still a kid, you're still young, you can relax on the PlayStation or whatever because that's setting them up for failure. You're literally handing them the, oh, it's okay to be a sook, it's okay to have a rest, it's okay to be lazy, all right? If they're not doing those things to become a professional – don't take them to the sport, all right? Don't take them to the game on the weekend, the race on the weekend. They need to be putting in that effort. Don't allow them to be lazy throughout the week and then reward them with a game or a race on the weekend because that's not going to help them. So that's what I want you guys to think about. If you want to be a pro athlete and if your kid wants to be a pro athlete, start acting like one and start treating them like one. Now, This is going to be good for, I'm going to finish with these two things. What I say about you athletes, your parents are going to love and parents, what I say about you, the athletes are probably going to love. So it's a little bit of everything. I've tried to keep it fair. So let's start with the athletes. So if you're an athlete, whatever you're doing, make sure you stop it right now and listen. All right. Your parents are not responsible for your gear. Stop being a silk. Stop being a baby. If you want to participate in a sport, sort your shit out. 
all right? Your gear bag should be packed. Your gear should be clean. Your clothes should be washed. Everything should be ready to go. Whatever you're physically capable of doing, start doing. Learning to use a washing machine is not rocket science, all right? So go learn to use a washing machine. Make sure your stuff is packed the night before. Go help your dad pack the van with your bikes or whatever it is. Make sure your boots triple check. I triple checked when my boots were in my bag because I never wanted to forget them. But also have a spare pair of boots that stay in like your car, stuff like that, all right? You are responsible for that. You are responsible for how much water you have the night before and during base day, gang day, whatever it is, you're responsible for eating, all right? Yes, I know your parents go buy the food, but the food is probably there. I can pretty much 100% guarantee that your parents have bought the food, eat it. It is not up to them to remind you to eat the food, all right? If you want to be, like I said, a pro athlete, start acting like one. Now, parents, this is your little rev up. Don't be a dick, be nice, be supportive, have positive things to say, all right? If your kid, I've seen it so many times, these parents blow up, you're not helping anyone at all. You're literally making yourself look like a fool, all right? You're not helping your kid by blowing up at them on the sideline, at the um, tent after they've had a race, whatever it is. Be nice, be supportive. Yes, you can give criticism, but be more strategic about it the amount of times I've seen parents come in their kid has just finished a race and they're sweating bullets they're tired they're you know whatever it is because they've just busted their guts and you've come in and gone well what were you doing on that jump or what are you doing in this corner again that is helping absolutely no one and is not going to help them for the next race so stop it come in with a positive attitude and if you don't have a positive attitude don't come back to the kid yet until you got one all right, because that is literally not helping anyone. So what's the point? It is that simple, all right? If you want to give them criticism, obviously that is important, but you need to be, like I said, strategic about it. Come back in. If they've just finished their game, you know, they've been running around for 90 minutes, they've just finished their race, it's just been a 20-minute moto in like 27, 30-degree heat before their gear on, whatever, come in and go, hey, mate, how are you feeling? Have you had some water? All right, check in on them first and then go, how did you find the game? How did you find that race? Let them give you feedback and then bounce off that. All right, because what they might say is they might even say what you were going to say, but because it's come from the athlete, right, it's become from them, it's more open to discussion because it's like, well, you've started this conversation, so let's talk about it together. All right, instead of you coming and just pointing the finger going, you should have been better here, you should have been better there, blah, blah, blah. That is only going to put them in a shitter mind frame. It is not going to help anyone, like I said. So come in with the positive, ask them how they're feeling. It's about them first because they're the one competing, not you. That's why you're the parent, all right? And then have a conversation. And if they don't bring up what you wanted to talk about, go, mate, you did this really well and this really well, but maybe we should work on this in the next race. And then, oh, you also did this very well. So if anyone hasn't heard that, it's called like sandwiching. So obviously positive um, criticism and another positive bit of feedback. So start thinking about that, all right, because that is going to help your athlete and your kids so much more in the world of sport than just coming in here and telling them that they've done shit. Because how would you feel it, right? Is it if you've just busted your ass all day in the office, you know, if you're a mechanic fixing cars, if you're a copper and you've been dealing with dickheads all day 
And then you come home and your kid goes out, you go, you did this shit today, dad and mum, you did this shit today, dad and mum, you did this shit. How's that going to make you feel? That's going to make you feel pretty shit. All right, so I just want you guys to remember that next time on race day or competition day is what you come in and say to them, be nice about it, be supportive and work together to communicate, to find, you know, that happy medium. And like I said, they need that feedback. They need the criticism in a positive way. So just positive criticism, positive, all right? And then it will be more happy families and hopefully less blow-ups throughout the race day or game day. But anyways, guys, I'm going to leave you with that to start 2023. I'm so pumped for this year. Like it's, I love when a new year starts because there's just so much more opportunity for new things to grow, things to change and everything like that. So um, I don't say good luck because I don't believe in luck. I believe working hard for the shit that you want in life. So go smash it, go be a winner because winners win. And if you guys need anything ever, you know, I'm always here for a chat. So shoot me a message anytime. All right, rev up and let's go.